Welcome to Real College Talk. I'm Morgan Heath-Powers. And I'm Nikhil Nambury. The Real College Talk podcast is your destination for honest and relevant college and post-secondary conversations. Our mission is to deliver real advice and true stories to make your post-graduation decision truly your own. Our motto, keep it real. And here with us, our guest this week is Piram. He's a first year at San Jose State. Piram, how are you? I'm doing amazing. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Piram, for people who don't know you. Where you're from, where, where are you mm -hmm. going in life, what's your background, and uh, tell us a little bit about your identity and yourself. All right, sure. Um, so I was born uh, here in Fremont, California. Um, I pretty much was born and raised in California, so I'm a big Warriors fan. Um, any Warriors fans out there? I know we're losing, but it's okay. Um, I'm not a so, Warriors fan. <laughs> I'm just going to put yeah. that out there. <laughs> not all a Warriors fan. <laughs> yeah, so I was like born in the Bay Area, so tech was a really big part of my parents' uh, my parents' life and my life as well. Um, and when you when you talk about like high school, I was basically Washington High School. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like uh, I'm going, I'm at San Jose State University. I'm studying MIS, um, and okay. MIS is. Um, MIS is like management information systems, which is sort of a brief between business and tech. And I think uh, San Jose State is a really good place for that because we're in the in the heart of Silicon Valley. Um, yeah. And that's that's where I kind of at. Um, identity wise, um, I'm a Sikh American. I'm a Sikh. Um, so for people who don't know, Sikh is a, a religion that comes out of Punjab in the Punjab region of India. Um, we have essentially 10 founders or 10 prophets and 10 gurus. And they they preach the idea that inequality in the caste system was not okay. And that same idea was um, basically preached in different ways and things like that. And we wear turbans and we have a lot of, we go to like the Gurdwara, which is our Sikh temple. And I'm proud to be Sikh American uh, today. Um, but that is where my identity has taken a hit. So uh, just to give you a brief history lesson, uh, after the attack of 9-11, um, a lot of Sikh people in the United States were, were basically stereotype for being Muslims because there were turbans and they and people assumed that with Osama bin Laden and things like that and there's a lot of hate crimes against us so we are a minority in this country and I've experienced a lot of those uh not hate crimes but per se um but more basically bullying and people people not being educated about the Sikh community um and that really led into a lot of um a lot of hard times for me as a person because people would come up to me and say, why don't you shave your beard? And why don't you do X, Y, and Z? And I just said, I'm a sick. I don't believe in those things. And I educate those people about it. And they, and what my goal is to them is to people who are not educated is say, here's a bit of information that I learned about Sikhism. I know that when I see a person in a turban that they're sick, they're not a Muslim, right? So it's just, it's just itty bitty steps that I take as a sick. Like we did a sick awareness week at my high school. Uh, me and my friends started it up and it's, it's running into its second year. Um, uh, with some of my friends who are juniors and seniors now, and I'm really proud of that. Um, now, as a Sikh, I did also face a lot of exclusion in clubs, um, particularly DECA, and things like, you know, my advisor didn't like me at one point, and I, I didn't feel at home in high school, and I thought maybe if I, I was trying to find a way so that I could be comfortable in my high school and also do a lot of things in high school because I wasn't the best at math, science, and um, academics at a whole I was I was more of an extracurricular person I love to talk to people and I think DECA was like the fit for me even though I had a lot of problems going into it um and I don't think it was necessarily a chance of oh you have a turban on you're not like South Indian and you're not one two or three things 
Um, I just think it was just my personality was a bit different from a lot of other people. And so I, when you go back to DECA per se, I was never good my freshman and sophomore year. I didn't place, I didn't do really well in DECA. And I, and through those two years of failures, I actually found an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, back in freshman year, I did this event called professional selling. Do you know about that, yeah. Nikhil? Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. People yeah. who don't know professional selling is kind of where you, you, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're, you're assigned an industry or you choose an industry and you sell a product or a service or something along those lines in a little presentation. Is that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's somewhere along those lines. Yeah. Okay. Um, so through that, I think my freshman year prompt was you were, I think you were a consultant um, and you built like websites um, for companies. And um, in my presentation, I did talk about how I was going to cater to restaurants because a lot yeah. of restaurants didn't have, have like really nice websites where they're more intuitive to the customer. And I thought, and I, I made, I made this like mock website for the judge to look at and things like that. And I felt, well, how can we make this, this idea that I had um, for this website consulting into an actual thing? Because the, the basic premise of mine was we not only make the websites, but we make like, um, we make technology so that, the business does well, which is like more innovative and more unique. And I did have this idea for restaurants where they would use a placemat to detect, oh, if your food is done and uh, notify the customer or notify the waiter, my bad. And I thought, well, I could probably make this into a business because I wasn't seeing, wasn't seeing any success in the PSC, um, in the PSC line. And I moved over to the entrepreneurship line. And that really hit home um, with my junior and senior year as I got I think fourth at state top 20 uh, Atlanta. And then my senior year, um, I decided that my business, my junior year was a bit, um, I was a bit saturated because it was, it was hard to interrupt, but like a lot of barriers to entry. Um, and my senior year, I was into a social entrepreneurship company and I was partners with a friend. And what we did was we said, you know, there's, there's this water crisis that's going on. Right. And we were originally, um, co-presidents of a club called Project Aqua, which focuses on providing sustainable water resources for these third world countries. And we decided, well, you know, all our club is based on fundraising, but we're not reaching our members pretty well. So we started a company called Smart Drop, if I remember correctly. And we built a sensor for your shower head, which connected to our mobile application, which showed you how much water you're wasting, how much water you could be saving, and potentially how much money you could be saving based on your water bill. And we, we like, we worked our butts off for this. Um, we worked really hard and we ended up getting first at state and then top 10 at nationals. That's amazing. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. And we were in the EBG. So if anyone there needs help in the EBG or the entrepreneurship uh, categories, let me know, call me out. Um, I can give my email to Nikhil and he probably send it to you. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and that, and those, like those two years really hit home with me because I felt more confident as a person because people just saw me as this like loner and people, some of the, Oh, this guy doesn't do anything. He's not going to go far in life. But after those two, two years, like I proved a lot of people wrong. People were nice to me. My advisor started respecting me. Right. Um, yeah. And, and even though I might have gotten my, like my success a bit later than a lot of people in high school, I still think that helped me as a person be more confident going into college and things like that. Um, and that also dives into the fact um that i'm a sick right and i'm a minority in this country but i didn't use that as an excuse uh for me to expand my horizons yeah. right i i just thought that i'm a normal person i can work hard and it can probably it, can, it will give me success and 
if you have that mentality inside you that's saying you don't have to be the worst at something to be the best at something yeah right for sure um and that's i think that was the biggest drive in high school for me um and i think right now it is still it's a really big drive for me in college at the moment um, yeah. But yeah, that, that's kind of all about me and my identity. Yeah. No, that's that's amazing. Thank you for sharing, mm-hmm. sharing all that. And I want to tackle uh, each of the little elements of that, mm-hmm. like piece by piece. Uh, mm-hmm. You talked about some of the discrimination six have faced mm-hmm. in America. And I think it's really admirable, first of all, that regardless of all that, six don't take the opportunity to throw Muslims under the bus at mm-hmm. that point. Yeah. Just because you're not Muslim that doesn't mean your response is, mm-hmm. oh, that wasn't us, that was the Muslims. It's, mm-hmm. no, that's not what we believe in. That's not mm-hmm. what Muslims believe either. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I really admire that. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad you shared that experience. Thank because, you. Thank you. Um, some people have the like inclination to just throw another group under the bus. And that's not what Sikhs do. It's not mm-hmm. what they believe yeah. in. And uh, that's, that's really great. And so mm-hmm. kind of moving on to what, your, what the message that I really received from that was that it takes time to grow into your own in mm-hmm. high school and yeah. for you you found that later and um did you, you it seems like you kind of felt pressured to find it earlier from other people yeah. and they were finding it earlier and you might not have been and i don't think um it's an indictment on like the clubs themselves that you were participating mm-hmm. on it's just some people should be more aware that people take time to get to yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. now you're in a great place yeah i'm sure you're loving it at san jose state i know we were talking a little bit how how do you feel like your experience in high school and that growth and that personal development allowed you to move forward in your academic and personal journey so i think it taught me a lot it taught me a lot about how people behave um per se um you know through high school i've noticed that a lot of people at least in the bay area um they're very they're very immature about how they perceive themselves in the academic world, right? Because you're pressured because most of us are from like socioeconomic, like that uh, way speaking, um, people are, people have higher incomes here, right? And they're forcing their kids to go in the high tech field or get into like Ivy League schools. Um, and I noticed that a lot of people like immature about it and they just, they kind of disown you if you have worse grades than them, right? Or that you don't have up to par grades. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I noticed that a lot. But what I also noticed is that there are, there's a few percentage of people who actually care about you, right? And those are the people that I want to surround myself with. Yeah. Um, and, and that, those experiences, um, and those people know who they are, um, really helped me, uh, I would say, see a new perspective that I never saw um, coming from a very academic-driven high school. Um, and that's what's really helped those people and that support system that I've had um, not only from my high school community, but also from the Sikh American community and the yeah. Sikh professional community here in the Bay Area. Um, those, that, that support system is what really drove me um, to San Jose State because I could be closer to them um, and, and still have, I could be closer to them and still like ask for their guidance because they've been in a lot of those same situations that I've been through. Um, and that's what really drove me to, to college, um, per se, at San Jose State. Um, yeah. But yeah that's no that's awesome it's clear that you you connected uh with people in your community um mm-hmm. and like where you're going to college and yeah. nearby in in a very uh important way and uh so that's clearly one of the factors that made san jose state your new home can you tell mm-hmm. us about some other ones sure um so san jose state uh so out of the schools that i did get into um 
I thought San Jose State was a bit different um, because it it was a very underrated school um, at the time. And I think Money Matters came out with a stat that said the most like the like the most return on investment school for business schools and one of the best like undergrad business programs in the country. And it came, I think it came eighth place and it beat like UPenn or things like that. And that that specific stat really drew me into the business school because their business program is actually very different because they're since they are like a computer science school too as well yeah. they work with the engineering department they work with the science department so that their business program is actually regardless of what concentration you're doing like um like hr management finance you still have that background of engineering and tech mm-hmm. and in this day and age you really need like a cs background or you need you need to know coding to get into any job right and yeah. i still because of deca and because of my experiences um, like at my parents' company and things like that, um, I really wanted to go there because of the business and tech um, experience that you would get. Um, and then also there was a club on campus that really drew to me, which is called MISA, which is Management Information Systems Association Club. And the thing is, MIS is a very broad subject, right? You yeah. could be going into project management, you could be going to data analytics, you could go into data science when you go with all these big tech companies. And there, there are those different clubs on campus, but this club, was like a, just a club for MIS students. It was uh, looked at here, are the many things you could go into. And we have like, like yesterday I went to a data analytics workshop, right? Like last week I went to a project management workshop and it showed me those things. Here's what you can do with an MIS uh, degree because it's so broad, you can really expand your horizons. And MISO was one of the biggest factors that really led me to San Jose State. Um, and also uh, the cost, right? Yeah. Um, it's cl- it's closeness to home uh, really hit home with me and I said well I don't want to be debt free I don't want to like all the basic financial understandings of going somewhere close to home or going somewhere on the east coast and that's where I originally wanted to go um, but I realized like San Jose State is probably a better school for me um, than going to the east coast where they're more focused on like literature and the arts and I wasn't re- that wasn't really my thing because I didn't excel that in high school I didn't like it in high school and even though it may get underrepresented and things like that um, I thought its connection to tech and its connection to the engineering department and the science department really hit home with me. And that's why I really chose San Jose State. Yeah. No, that's really important that you mention that because it seems to have a lot more to do with your fit at the school rather mm-hmm. than any particular qualities about the yeah. school and rankings mm-hmm. or stuff like that. You yeah. started with noticing it through the ranking, but after mm-hmm. that, it was 100% what the school offered yeah. mm-hmm. rather than just what the school mm-hmm seems to offer on a superficial level Mm -hmm. and um you know you were mentioning the business school how it's so integrated with business Mm -hmm. and for someone like you who seems to be so uh interested in that that pre-professional setting can be great yeah Uh, especially being in silicon valley um, where you have an atmosphere of tech dominance Mm -hmm. there um, mm-hmm. It seemed to fit in really nicely, and you have the yeah. added benefit of being close to home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the that's the next thing that I uh, sort of wanted to discuss with you. Okay. Did you you grew up in the Silicon Valley area, right? Mm-hmm. Fremont, I did. Mm-hmm. Fremont. Yeah. So, um, as you were mentioning earlier, the Silicon Valley area has a very different environment. The vibe, mm-hmm. is yeah, ultra competitive, and people are very academically focused, and it makes for a very different student experience mm-hmm. than people from other areas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Um, I'm sure it's especially true uh, in Silicon Valley, but some people just in general have this stigma about local state schools. It has nothing yeah. to do with like the academic quality of the school or, or the yeah. social scene or anything like that, but that is just too close to home. 
uh, growing up in Silicon Valley um, and then going to school in that area, have you found like the personal freedom that you know, people really need in college, the ability to distance yourself from how mm-hmm. you like the restraints of childhood? Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. And I think one big factor for that is that I'm actually living on campus uh, yeah. there. I'm living, I'm dorming there because there was, there was an option when I, and like back in like April or May, uh, there was an option. Should I stay at home or commute? Or should I actually dorm there? And my parents have been forcing me to, like, you should dorm, you should learn independence. And I, I was still kind of hesitant uh, because of some personal issues. Um, but I, I decided to dorm there in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and from dorming there, I, I actually, I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot about people and how people behave. Um, but I also learned a lot about myself. Yeah. Right? And in, like, living at home, like, in high school, I always thought to be myself as really lazy. Like I wouldn't do anything. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. do my laundry, but I actually realized um, through like the experience I've had in high school, I'm actually a pretty productive person. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, like I, I make my to-do lists. I, I do my laundry. Like I never thought I'd be doing that in high, in college. Like I'm like, I, I'm financially like I'm pretty stable. Right. I get, a, I get an allowance. I make sure that I use it to what I need. Um, and I make sure that like my health is okay. My physical and mental health. So I realized I, I learned a lot about myself. Um, yeah. and I also, the downside to that is, I don't think there, I mean, there, there's not that much of a downside to it, but it's also saying you're so focused on yourself. What about other people? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that, I think, I think that's the next step for me, which I'm like really struggling in is intrapersonal, um, connections. Um, and, and I know it may, I mean, some people are probably going to get it really fast. Right. And for me, it just takes a long time. Um, and that, and that's what I've been like struggling on. That's, that's where I've like noticed where my weaknesses are. Um, and that's somewhere where I like, I really want to work in and personal freedoms for college. I would say, I think I found a good sick community and I've also found people who are really interested, like through me, so as I said before, um, I, I found like so many like sick American friends who have this interest in me, um, talking about interest per se. I've actually done a lot of sick music, um, sick yeah. classical music for the past couple, well, actually since I was around. Um, seven or eight years old. So I've, I've have a lot of skill and a lot of knowledge in that. And, and that, like, I found like uh, kids who do the same thing as me. And we just like jam like every Wednesday from seven to eight in my room. And we just have a good time. Right. Also the stigma about state schools is wrong because I mean, it can go two ways, right? You can go to a state school and not do anything about it, which makes you hate yourself. Right. But I also think it's about, all right, I'm going to a state school. I need to make sure that I feel safe there. I feel, um, I feel independent of myself by taking action into student clubs, right? Mm-hmm. By, doing, um, by doing student organizations, student activities. And I find a support system fast in my, like, in my first semester or so, so that I know, so I'm not like lazing around or I'm not being bored yeah. at one point in my life. Um, and, just make, and just making sure you have that support system around you and making friends pretty fast. And making friends is actually a really hard thing in college, if you know what I'm talking yes. about. No, for um, sure. Yeah, making friends is really hard in college um, because you have to present yourself in a really nice way. And it's not like high school where you can just, where you can just screw around with everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's like these are completely a different and, and people have different upbringings and things like that. Um, and I also want to talk about mental health. Um, that yeah. too. No, in the state sure. school. Um, so I think we talked about this, I think before Nikhil, uh, we talked about like how I wanted to actually go to the East coast. Right. Uh-huh. I had this, I had this intention that I want to go to Babson college in Boston. Uh-huh. Um, and I just, I just wanted to get away from home. Um, but 
I don't think I realized how lucky I was to go to a state sc- or to a state school and being so close to home because I actually miss my parents. Like I miss home. Right. And yeah. I have the luxury of coming home um, like every weekend. Right. Yeah. Um, like that idea is like people always think like when they're, when they're like, if you're seniors right now, think about, think about where you're staying. Right. Yeah. It's like, it may not seem so important at first, but I think once you get into your first year of college, your first semester, you have to do so much, um, like getting accustomed to how classes work or getting accustomed to like how to manage your time, how to manage your finances, as I said before. Um, but having someone there for you or having a support system so close to you is actually really nice to have because you can relax, right? Yeah. You can relax in your own bed. You can relax in your own home. You can have those home-cooked meals. And yeah. that, I think, is a really big part of your college experience that all, all, all seniors who are applying to college should take into consideration. Um, yeah, even though it may not seem as minute, but think about your mental health because mental health is really important. Like, are you going to be able to, to like, adjust to the weather then, right? Because Fremont, yeah. Fremont and San Jose are, like, 30 minutes from each other, but I swear sometimes San Jose's weather is way different than Fremont's. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? No, it makes yeah. a big difference. Yeah. It, and I know that I'm in South Bend, Indiana, and it's freezing cold here. And <laughs> for, for me, that was important. I, I wanted it to be cold where I was, but um, for some people, they, they hits them, and that's not mm-hmm. what they necessarily like. And, um, yeah, I'm really glad that you took that that sort of mature approach mm-hmm. to, uh school because you know even the difference between staying at home and going to a dorm you discover things about yourself yeah. you, mm-hmm. you didn't think existed Definitely. like um my parents used to always think that i would i might have problems in college because i wasn't very organized but here i'm way more organized than anyone yeah, 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 imagine Definitely. just like little yeah. things like that can make mm-hmm. all the difference mm-hmm. Definitely. and um you know even at your local state school, you say you're only, what, 30 minutes away from your home? Yeah, 30 you're minutes. So mm-hmm. finding the freedom that you need. Yeah. And for certain mm-hmm. people, it's different things. Uh, like, for, to them, freedom might be going super far away. But don't, like, there's no need to necessarily yeah. to go all the way across the country just to find yeah. that freedom. Um, mm-hmm. You can find it at home, too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I think dorming is actually really important. Um, yeah. And it, and it's like it might be seen to some people as extra money or things like that but you because at the end of the day you're going to be ha- you're going to be having a, a spouse like a significant other you're going to be having kids at one point and by learning and if you don't learn those things about yourself like at an earlier stage in your life i don't think you're going to be prepared for the future and that's just my opinion you might have a different opinion yeah um but i think dorming is a really big part of the college experience it teaches and you a lot it, it teaches, teaches you, you a lot, lot. interpersonal relationships you were mentioning yeah, yeah, yeah. that can be mm-hmm. one of the hardest parts even if yeah. you figured out things about yourself yeah and um definitely. you're definitely not alone in that i know everyone yeah. i've talked to has said they've at some point whether it was earlier on in the year or even still now are mm-hmm. struggling with making meaningful connections and that's just yeah. a of what happens when you're making trying to make relationships yeah for the first time in your life, really, that weren't made mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I know that that'll really resonate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From these first couple, like, six, seven weeks in college, I've realized you can tell, I don't know, this might be just me, but you can tell about different upbringings, yeah. right? Um, so, as a Sikh, I faced a lot of not, I don't want to say racism, but I would say just not being educated about um, them and just being yeah. and just being a bit, a bit intrinsic about it. But what I've realized that with, I have some friends who live in SoCal, right? Southern California, yeah. like LA, Redondo Beach area. Um, I've realized they're a bit different. 
right? Because mm-hmm. they're not as educated as people here in, uh, in like in the Silicon Valley, um, because they had questions which I was a bit confused on, and they were making a bit more like racist, a bit more um, more explicit than yeah. than I faced, right? Yeah. And and you realize that people like different people like people live in different environments, mm-hmm. right? And not everyone's going to be the same environment that you're from, right? Yeah. Um, so understanding, I mean, if you are a minority, you might have to go through that. But if even regardless, whatever, you, like whoever you identify as, um, you might have to go through that, right? You yeah. might have to say, you might have to respect the other person's side, right? And when I, I mean, I got some racist remarks um, in San Jose and I have, I had to understand, like personally say, hey, this person is from a different area. He or she may not understand oh, that six are not Muslim and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to explain that to them, like, oh, we're part of, um, like, six are a completely different religion than Muslims, but they're very nice people still, right? Even mm-hmm. I got that with my roommate. Like, he thought I was Muslim at first, and I had to educate him a little bit, yeah. right? Because he, he, he did come from a different part of this world, and, that's, and you have to be, be willing to accept that, mm-hmm. right? And if you're not willing to accept that, then you're being a bit more harmful on yourself, in my opinion. Yeah, you have um, to allow yeah. other people the opportunity to grow, just like you mm-hmm. would allow it for yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. both are important, equally important. Yeah. So let other people and yourself mm-hmm. grow. And I think that's a really good piece of advice. And normally mm-hmm. we ask for what kind of advice you'd give for, um, for your, your freshman self or mm-hmm. your college or other uh, people in your college cohort. But you seem to mm-hmm. have covered that quite well, talking yeah. about like no problem. your personal growth <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. your identity and how that shaped, yeah. shaped you. And mm-hmm. um, I'm really glad we could have you on, Viram. Thank you so much for joining. No I know our listeners will really get some insightful knowledge there. Do you have any uh, social media shout outs to drop for yourself? Any new yeah, projects sure. to plug or anything like that? Yeah, sure. Uh, my social media is at Piram Singh. So P-I-R-A-M-S-I-N-G-H underscore. That's my Instagram. If you want to follow me on Snapchat, it's Mr. Chef Singh. So Mr. and then dot uh, C-A-G-F-S-I-N-G-H. Um, and you can follow me on those. Uh, and if you want to hit me on Facebook, it's Piram Singh there. Um, projects per se, I'm working on um, a similar idea I talked about before, which is a smart drop. It's called Drop Top. Um, mm-hmm. And we're doing it for like our business class. And it's really, it's talking about like innovation and things like that, how social innovation has really grown over the past couple of years. And, we're, and that's going to be our final project for the semester. Um, so I'm really interested in that. And if you have anything about like data analytics, data science, hit me up. I'm really like, I'm down to work with someone on an SQL project or things like that. And if you're interested in business in general, or you need help on your DECA report or things like that, hit me up. Um, my email, if I'm giving that as well, it's piram.singa.sjsu.edu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can hit me up through there. I can help you with your role plays, your, your written events as well. Um, for written, I would say if you have entrepreneurship, I'm more geared towards there. But if you're like in the marketing sector or you're in the hospitality, tourism, business management, I can also help you as much as I can. Um, yeah. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah, you so yeah, much. Sure. I know so a lot of our listeners are from DECA, so they'll find that mm-hmm. helpful. Thank you so much for joining us, Purim. And sure. uh, I hope you enjoyed joining. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. And that's a wrap to this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our mission is to deliver insights and advice that will empower you to jumpstart your life in high school, college, your career, and beyond. But the real talk doesn't stop here. To spread the message of Real College Talk, share this episode with someone who you know could benefit from it. Keep the conversation going and reach out to realcollegetalk101 at gmail.com to let us know what topics and guests you hope to hear from next. Hey, Nikhil. Did you know we're on seven podcasting platforms?
Are you for real? <laughs> we always keep it real here at ICT. To catch our real talk, listen on Spotify, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or visit anchor.fm slash talk for more options. Wait, Morgan, you're forgetting one more thing. Oh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at realcollegetalk. We love featuring our guests and connecting with listeners like you. In the meantime, keep it real. Keep it real.